This is episode number 145, and today we'll discuss how to respond when bad things happen to good people. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. This is a really common question and a legitimate one. Why do bad things happen to good people? You know, and and you think about it and you wonder, well, if God really is a loving God, how could he allow so much suffering in the world? That just doesn't really make sense. And so... There's two different answers I want to give to this. There's two separate discussions that happen around this question. And each of them, depending on the scenario, you'll want to give a different response. All right. So I want to break those down. And uh, the first one is when it's posed as like an abstract conversation, whether that's talking to other Christians or talking to people that aren't Christians that are wrestling with, how can I believe in a God when I see all this suffering in the world? So there's that kind of conversation, and then there's the other one that hits a lot closer to home, which is, why did God let this happen, right? So after a tragedy that has deeply affected someone, and they're wrestling with, what does this mean for my relationship with God and how he sees me? So we're going to address those as two separate questions. Does that make sense? All right. So the first one, posed as an abstract conversation, you know, if God is a loving God, how could he allow so much suffering in the world? And so really the first follow-up question to that is this one. Is suffering an inescapable part of life? Is suffering just a part of being alive? Because when most people say, how could a loving God allow this much suffering? They don't actually mean that there should be no suffering. They don't mean it in a literal sense. They just kind of wish that God would prevent the really bad stuff. Right, so maybe they don't they they understand that if you're going to have free will, certain people are going to make poor decisions that affect others. But I mean, like syphilis, measles, like you know, AIDS in Africa. Can can God just like step in and prevent the hurricanes? You know, like the really really bad stuff. God should prevent that. But you know, regular suffering. You know, I totally get that. I would I don't want to be a robot because that is where it goes. Right. If you're going to say a loving God shouldn't allow suffering, then he also shouldn't allow you to be able to impose suffering on others. Right. And so so it's it's really a question of is suffering a part of life? Is bad things happening a part of our existence on the earth? And as Christians, we know that that's true because we understand that we live in a fallen world with sin and with rebellion and, you know, with spiritual forces that are constantly a war over our souls. So we understand that suffering is just a natural part of life. But for someone who's not a Christian and they can see bad things happening and point to that as, well, because that exists, because suffering exists, that means God can't exist. And so the answer, ultimately getting back to how do you respond to that is, well, suffering in any kind of shape or form that you can imagine is just a part of life. And sometimes that suffering is really bad. Sometimes that pain leads to death, but that's a part of being mortal. That's a part of 
not being an immortal being on this planet. So hopefully that gives you something to respond with some, you know, and use that as it's helpful. The second question, why did God let this happen? This is the one that I think strikes closer to home and is a lot more difficult for us. You know, think about when a family member dies or a friend gets diagnosed with a terminal illness. When that happens, I'll tell you what doesn't help. The conversation you just had with the person in like the abstract sense about the nature of suffering. That's not helpful. And so thinking about this from, you know, how to help this person grow in their faith, put their faith in God in this situation, uh, what you don't want to do is come across as you know why God made this happen or why God allowed this th- awful thing to happen. Because you don't. You, you don't know why God allowed this specific awful thing to happen. And so you don't want to pretend to know the mind of God. So rather than doing that, right, rather tr- than trying to explore what you can't possibly know, you want to help the other person stay anchored on this truth, that God loves you more than you can imagine, right? That is something that is unequivocally true at all times and in all places, no matter what happens, no matter how much suffering we experience, God loves you. And that's not something that goes away, right? He loves you so much that he sent his son to die so he could be reconciled and have a relationship with you, right? And so when bad things happen to Christians, to people that love God, when bad things happen to people that are close to us, when bad things happen just to good people, and we don't understand why, and it impacts us on a personal level, and we're talking about it with other people that are wrestling with it, the answer is not to pretend like we know why God did it, or to try and come up with the justification for it, but it's just to remember to stay focused and rooted on what we know to be absolutely true and what transcends our suffering, right? So it's, I don't know why this happened, but there is one thing I do know, that God loves you, and this is not the end of the story, right? That's the response. That's the way to help someone work through that suffering when they've been really negatively impacted by something that's happened to them. You know, and ultimately, these are tough questions to grapple with, and, you know, these are incomplete answers in the sense that when you're having these conversations, they take on a lot of nuances. And so just because, as I presented it here on the podcast, might make sense as you're listening to it now. When you get into the conversation, use these more as tools than definitive strategies. But hopefully, these will give you some things to think about and some things to take with you into those conversations, and even as you grapple with it yourself. And ultimately, these tough questions should not shake your faith. You don't allow your faith to be shaken by the unknown, by the things that we can't understand, right? Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says that we should trust God and not lean on our own understanding, because he will make our path straight, right? We don't have to understand everything. We just have to be able to trust God with the stuff that we don't understand and stay rooted in things that we do, things like God's love. Now, if you haven't done it yet, make sure to check out the podcast Patreon page. Uh, There are several different levels of support. So if you've gone to the page you've seen on the right column, uh, that there's several different tiers that you can uh, choose to support with. But the top level, the top level tier is only available to three people. And if you choose to support the podcast at that top level tier, you're going to get my entire online course catalog. So all of my online resources, you get a signed copy of my book, you get uh, all the bonus content that you would, that everyone else gets with the Patreon page. 
You get early access to future teaching material. So you're going to be in the inside, in the inner circle, (laughs) whenever I'm coming up with new books and new uh, lessons and new courses, you'll get early access to that. And then you also will get monthly coaching calls with me to help you overcome hurdles in your ministry and in your life. So if you want to go above and beyond to support this podcast, or you want to work with me on a one-on-one basis, you can do that by becoming a top-level patron and helping keep this podcast on the air and advertisement-free. So just go and check out the podcast Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash Practical Christian Podcast. And I really appreciate all of you guys that have already supported the podcast and everyone that will do so in the future. It really, really means a lot to me. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Check out the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. And if this episode has helped you in some way or given you some insights that you didn't have before, please pass it along to someone who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.